morning. Welcome to Litchfield United Church of Christ podcast. Today is January 17th, 2021. And I ask that you join me now in our opening prayer. Our Father, today we praise you with our whole heart. We will tell of all your marvelous works. We will be glad and rejoice in you. We will sing praises to your name. We cry out with a loud voice. Thanks be to our God. As the heavens are high above the earth, so great is your mercy toward those who fear you, as far as the east is from the west. You have removed our transgressions from us. Thank you for being our Father and calling us your children. Thank you for loving us unconditionally. Thank you for creating us for your good pleasure. Father, you have asked us to continue to love one another, for love comes from you. Anyone who loves is your child and knows you. Those who do not love do not know you, for you are love. You have shown how much you loved us by sending your one and only Son, Jesus, into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved you, but you loved us and sent your Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Thank you, Jesus, for giving your life for ours. We were not worthy, yet you made us worthy to love and know you. Thank you. Today we confess that we will love you with all of our hearts, souls, strength, and minds. And we will love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Holy Spirit, because God loves us so much, help us to love our neighbor. We have never seen God, but if we love each other, we know that God will live in us and his love will be brought to full expression in us. Holy Spirit, we do not want to grieve you by the way we live. You are the one who has identified us as your own guaranteeing that we will be saved on the day of redemption. Help us to let go of any bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, help us to be kind to all people, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven us. Break any bondage that is keeping us from loving and caring for people. Help us as a church family to draw closer to God, our Father, and Jesus, our Lord, through loving each other as we bring to you those on our hearts and minds. The family of Larry Shank, Carissa, Scott Singleton, Brian Longbottom, Leanne Sert, Eric, Gary Longbottom, Caroline Brooks, Robert Longbottom, Jim Berger, Ray Newhouser, Jim Wacom, Mike Yost. Lord, we thank you also for all the blessings and gifts and joys you bring to us each and every day. And we pray that we are always worthy of all that you bless us with. These things we pray for as we speak the words we were taught to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our sermon today is titled, Being Known and Loved, and it comes from Psalms 139, verses 1 through 24, titled, The The Inescapable God to the Leader of David, a Psalm. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me beacons night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. O that you would kill the wicked, O God, and that the bloodthirsty would depart from me, those who speak of you maliciously and lift themselves up against you for evil. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. I ask now that you please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, what joy it is to know that you know everything about us. And even the things we do wrong can never separate us from your unfailing love. Help us to live out this truth in our lives. And may we do only those things that are pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God created us and through his mercy and forgiveness, God will continually recreate us, always forming us more and more into his image. No matter how bad we mess up, there is nothing we can do that will remove us completely from the cover of God's grace. 
Bob Hope was one of the great comedians of the last century. As he was getting along in years, he once commented that he'd been reading and was astonished to discover that today my heart beat over 103,000 times. My blood traveled 168 million miles. I breathed 23,400 times. I inhaled 438 cubic feet of air. I ate three pounds of food and drank 2.9 pounds of liquid. I perspired 1.43 pints. I gave off 85.3 degrees of heat. I generated 450 tons of energy. I spoke 4,800 words. I moved 750 major muscles, and I exercised 7 million brain cells. It's no wonder I'm tired all of the time, he exclaimed. St. Augustine once said, People travel to wonder at the height of mountains, at the huge waves of the sea, at the long courses of the rivers, at the vast compass of the ocean, at the circular motion of the stars, and they pass by themselves without wondering. All the amazing marvels of our minds and bodies that we just take for granted, and yet God looks at us with wonder. God values each and every person above all else, above the beautiful mountain vistas and the deep blue oceans. The writer of this 139th Psalm knew the depth and breadth and strength of God's care for every person. You created my inmost being. You knit me together. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Most of us don't realize how intricate and wonderful we are, but God knows. There are over 6 billion people living on earth, and each of us has been carefully formed, knit together by our Creator God. God has counted every hair on every head and knows the intricate details of each and every fingerprint. The psalmist was so impressed with the wonder of God's gift of life that he spoke of it as being knit or woven together. It is the imagery of a craftsman who skillfully weaves a beautiful and colorful tapestry. What the psalmist is basically saying is this, I didn't just happen. I'm not an accident. I have value. I have worth. God made me and God cares about me. And the psalmist was confident in saying this because he recognized that he was created by God. It was God that gave his life value. It was God who gave him worth. That is what it means to be known by God. We are valuable in God's sight. God knows us even better than we know ourselves. Can you imagine? That is something wonderful, something to be celebrated. And that is just what the psalmist did. He says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. Tradition holds that the writer of this particular psalm was King David. David, the little innocent shepherd boy who defeated Goliath with a sling. He went on to become the greatest king in Israelite history, celebrated and revered through the ages. The prophet said the Messiah would come from the line of David. Indeed, David was a bright and shining king. 
But he also had his weaknesses, didn't he? Do you remember the story of David and Bathsheba? David lusted after this beautiful woman, so he sent her husband into the front lines of the fighting so that he might be killed and David could have Bathsheba to himself. That's pretty bad. In fact, it's terrible on many levels. David knows that there is nowhere he can go that God will not know where he is and what he is doing. God knows every detail of David's life, good and bad. And still David celebrates God's handiwork, the depth of God's knowledge, and the inescapable reach of God's grace. Are any of us able to do that? How many of you parents begin to squirm nervously when it's time for the children's story? And I'm sure sometimes it's because you don't know what I have planned for them or because you never know what the kids might say when asked a question. Sometimes the parents or grandparents just bow their heads and slump in their seats. You know why this happens, right? Because we know that eventually, one week, our child will be the one to blurt out that terribly embarrassing, deep, dark family secret. And when everyone turns to look at the other members of that child's household, we don't want to be seen. Does that sound about right? Children are wonderful and among a whole host of amazing traits. One of the most wonderful things about children is their unabashed honesty. We all know it's true, and those of us who live with children live our lives accordingly. If there's something that's not appropriate for a child to be watching on TV, we don't turn it on when the child is in the room. We try to restrain from expressing extreme anger or frustration in front of the child because we don't want to set a bad example for them. We don't talk about certain things when the kids are around. And of course, we're always careful about what we do and how close those little ears are because we never know when the latest family mishap will be generously shared with all our closest friends and most distant acquaintances too. Often it's quite intimidating to be known publicly the same way we are known by our families. There are things that we are ashamed of or embarrassed by, and we just don't want those tiny tidbits of our lives to become public knowledge. It's not good if people know too much about us. It makes us vulnerable. And yet we are known in that way by God. O Lord, the psalmist says, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You know when I go out and come in. You know my thoughts, and before I can speak a word, you know what I will say. And there is no way we can escape that knowledge. Nowhere we can go where we can hide anything from our Creator. It's a little crazy. It's a little scary to think that God knows, well, basically everything about us. It's really easy to think about that and get scared. It's easy to imagine God watching our every move and just shaking his head the way our parents shook their heads when we deliberately disobeyed them as children. But being fully known by God is not really a bad thing. Even David, with the bad actions he took, realized that being knowing by God isn't so horrible. In fact, it's wonderful. So often we perceive that God wants us to be more like someone else. 
That's one of the reasons it's so uncomfortable to be fully known by God, because we feel like we don't measure up, especially compared to that other guy over there. But God created us just the way he wanted us to be. And granted, we mar that sometimes. We mess up. We pretend like God does not have a claim on our lives. We try to run from God, hoping that we can continue to live our lives the way we want to live them, rather than the way we are called to live. But where can we go from God's Spirit? How can we flee from God's presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there, the psalmist says. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. But that doesn't mean we have to be afraid of God, because listen to what David says as the psalm continues. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light becomes night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is light to you. We can mess up pretty bad. David knew that. We know that. And God knows that. But even the worst can be turned to good in God's grace. If we are willing to humble ourselves before God, if we are willing to see that God created us to be better than we are, never beyond God's forgiveness. And even if it takes us a while to figure out we've messed up, God in his infinite grace will never stop pursuing us, calling us back into his loving presence. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. God knew David and David knew God's grace, the depth of God's forgiveness. Even David's worst was not beyond God's redemption and neither is ours. We don't have to be afraid to be known by God. That is the most amazing thing about God. Something which this psalmist picked up on and celebrated. God loves us anyway. Despite all those embarrassing things we do, despite all the terrible thoughts that run through our minds, and despite all the ways that we defy God and God's will for our lives, in His grace, God never stops loving us. God never stops pursuing us. God created us, and through his mercy and forgiveness, God will continually recreate us, always forming us more and more into his image. No matter how bad we mess up, there is nothing we can do that will remove us completely from the cover of God's grace. God will follow us to the depths of the ocean and to the heights of the morning sky to keep us in his loving arms. God knows everything about us and loves us anyway. What an amazing truth. No wonder the psalmist says, I praise you. Let us also lift our praises to God today and every day. Amen. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you enjoyed today's message. And I pray that you go out this week in peace and in love. Join me now for our closing benediction. To God the Father who loved us and made us, 
accepted in the Beloved. To God the Son who loved us and loosed us from our sins by his own blood. To God the Holy Spirit who spreads the love of God abroad in our hearts. To the one true God be all love and all glory for time and for eternity. Amen. Thank you.